Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you like, make sure that you subscribe. Yo, it appears to me that everything that we do Everything that we do within this space is based off of fear and control. Fear and control. And, and I, don't, I don't, when I say we, I don't necessarily mean you and I, but like the establishments are based off of fear and control. Well, what do I mean? We see players now getting suspended based off of sports gambling. Now, I wish they would be completely and totally upfront about what these football players did in the sports gambling space. But here's the problem that the NFL has. NFL, you got in bed with sports gambling. Let's re- let's read let's rewind, right? The NFL is the NFL because of gambling. Gambling is the reason why the NFL is king. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean, Gene? Like 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 coach, you tripping. NFL has been around for a long time. Um sports gambling has been around for a long time. It didn't just get popping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? But as as early as the 90s, as early as the 90s, the early 90s, the NFL was not king. College football was still king. The NFL has been around forever. But college football has always been king. When did the NFL become king? When did it take over? The explosion of fantasy football. The explosion of fantasy football is what allowed the NFL to usurp college football. It was fantasy. Why do y'all think that fantasy is so popular? Why do you think that every um, outlet, every entity, all of these different Fantasy outlets. Why? Because it allows you to play GM. It allows you to think you know more than the people who actually like coach and play and study the game because you are actively involved, but it's gambling. It's gambling. Well, what do you mean it's gambling? It's gambling. I am going to pick these people. And if they score more points than the people that you pick, then I win. How is that any different than I'm going to pick these cards? And if I got a higher sum total than the cards that you pick, I'm going to win. The answer is there is no difference. It's gambling. Come on, people. It's gambling. Right? And as this form of gambling started to take on more profitable entities 
like FanDuel, DraftKings. The NFL went, wow, this is coming. We need to get in bed with it. So they did. They got in bed with the FanDuel's and the DraftKings and, and all the other um, one-day one day fantasies and one-game fantasies and individual fantasies where you could just gamble every day because the NFL went from only being on Sundays and Monday nights to being on Sundays, on Monday nights, on Thursdays, sometimes on Saturdays. From one game on Thursday, I mean, on a Monday night to two games on a Monday night. So now on a regular season, you can get NFL football three times a week. And in two different time slots on Sunday, that means you have the opportunity to gamble the early games, the afternoon games, the night game on Sunday, the Monday night game, and the Thursday night game. That's five times that you can gamble through fantasy. And so as fantasy became more like prevalent and people went, well, duh, this is gambling. Then that allowed sports gambling to come back in. And guess what? The NFL got in bed with it. Now you see odds on broadcast. You see odds on broadcast, live gambling, in-game gambling. The NFL is making tons of money off gambling. They have to, right? Because these people wouldn't just be able to put the NFL on their on their gambling sites without the NFL's permission. They get in this money. So now the players are told, hey, do as we say, not as we do. That is, in my opinion, as a coach, as a father, as a player, as a person, as a son, that is the worst saying. Do as I say, not as I do. You want these players to steer clear of gambling altogether, to not be a part of gambling altogether, but you're in bed with gambling? Who's looking over the owners? Who's looking over the owners? Homeboys who gamble. So Robert Kraft could tell Meek Mill, hey, man, it's just not going to be good for our team this year. Our quarterback is suspect. Our defense is here. We don't really have a lot of legitimate weapons outside. It's going to be hard for us this year because the AFC East is so good. Meek Mill can take that information, go and bet the house on Philly when Philly plays the New England Patriots. And nobody is the wiser. Nobody says anything. Nobody's suspending Meek Mill. No, I'm sorry. Nobody's suspending Robert Kraft. But if I'm a player in the NFL, and again, full disclosure, I don't know the details because they don't tell us, right? If I'm a player in the NFL and I'm talking to my homeboys about our team, yo, man, we suck. I'm hurt. The quarterback's hurt. The running back's hurt. And they take that information that I told them because they're my people, and they go and bet the house on the opponent that we're playing. 
I get in trouble for that? When we talk about a guy like, like Calvin Ridley, who lost an entire season for betting, even though he never bet, he never bet against his people. He never bet against his people. He didn't take the information that he had on his team to then go and get money. This ain't no Pete Rose situation. You'll never, you will never convince me Pete Rose didn't bet against his own team. Never. And if he didn't, he bet so much, he bet so heavy that when he did not bet on his team to win, it was essentially him saying, yo, we about to get out. We about to get waxed. We about to get waxed out here. So I'm not betting on him. Well, the bookie know that. This is legal gambling. So if gambling is now legal and you can tell what these players are doing, why are you suspending them for it? Unless you have evidence that they used inside information to make a bet that allowed them to have an advantage over the people who have all the advantages already. Unless you're going to provide us with information that these people are betting and using the information that they have in order to get over. If you're telling me that Calvin Ridley told a homeboy to bet against Atlanta, hey man, put 20 racks against Atlanta because they're not winning. Everybody's hurt. They got the rookie quarterback starting, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I'm here for it. Suspend them. Get them up out of here. But if that's not happening, then what are we doing? What are we doing? They don't have a right to get money the same way that Robert Kraft has a right to get money. NFL players are the worst paid out of out of out of the three mate out, out of the three. If you want to say foreign ad hockey, but to me, hockey is not on the level of football, baseball, and, and basketball. Football, baseball, basketball—they're the worst paid. Unless you're a quarterback, they're the worst paid. So now they can't do what every other – why? Why? Because there's some integrity? Well, be open and honest about it, and now there's not an integrity issue. If somebody does something foul, suspend them. But we know they did something foul. You trying to keep this all under wraps, that's so that nobody goes digging into who else that, do, that does not wear a jersey is betting. Because I guarantee you, that there's somebody that's not wearing a football jersey that's that's betting on, on sports and probably betting on football. You know why? Because we bet on the things that we know. We bet on the stuff that we know. So if I'm involved with football, I know football. I'm going to bet on football, right? That only makes sense. That only makes sense. In my sports betting columns that I write for The Athletic, I always say, hey, don't don't overcomplicate it. If it's easy, if you feel like it's easy, continue to do the same thing until it's no longer easy. This is a form of control. Hey, players, 
Stay in your stay in your lanes. Don't go outside of just being this player. We'll make money off sports gambling, but you can't make any money. There's no individual contracts for sports gambling. Individual players can't sign deals with like BetMGM, right? Individual players can't do it. Why? Because the NFL is getting money. Well, that's in the collective bargaining, so we... Man, stop it. If you're getting money off gambling, then why should the players not get money off gambling? See, this is the problem when y'all start pop when y'all start pocket-watching these players out here because you never pocket-watch the owners. If they're giving Patrick Mahomes a 500 plus million dollar contract how much money are they expecting to make because Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback how much does the line move when Patrick Mahomes is in the game versus when Patrick Mahomes is out of the game you want to know why sports betting is so much easier in the NFL than it is in college because they have to release the injury report you think the injury report was for you and me, just normal schmoes? No. The injury report is for the casinos so that they can so or for the sports betting houses so that they can move the line appropriately. Hey man, the two starting cornerbacks are out for, for this team. Hey, we got to move this line. There's a good chance that they're going to hit the over in points or they're going to hit the over in yards. Their opponent is. A good gambler is looking at all this information. So the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. Don't be mad at the players because they have better information. Be open and honest about it so that if somebody's doing something foul, like throwing a game, kick them out. If I'm the wide receiver for the Buccaneers and I bet and I bet that the Buccaneers are going to lose. I gotta get. I gotta get suspended. You know why? Because I can. I can. I can affect the outcome of a, of the game if I'm on the field as the wide receiver. But if I'm betting for my team to win, the same way a UFC fighter should be able to bet that they're going to win. If that happens then there should be no issues. Now, the UFC situation where the trainer was 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 using his insight with fighters that he was training to say, hey, bet against these people, you got to get them up out of there. Got to get them up out of there because now he can dictate the outcome. He has a hand in it. But if I'm betting on me to win, if I'm betting on me to win, and that's how I'm betting, or if I'm not betting on my team at all, I'm betting on other teams. I'm betting on other players. Why, why should this matter? Why should the NFL or any entity be? You're in bed with these gambling entities getting this money. So allow the players to get this money too. It's not going to be a popular opinion. People are going to think I'm wilding out. It's cool. It's not the first time that I have gone against the grain. But I am pro player. I've said it before. I'll say it again. 
I'm pro player. I am not. I am pro millionaires. I am not pro billionaires. The billionaires are going to be all right if they ever get into financial strain. They could just sell their team, and they're five and six and seven and ten times billionaires. That's how much these franchises are worth. Right? It's about control, though. We need to be able to control everything that goes along with this so that you don't have any control or freedom. It's always about control. You know what else is about control? The idea of of men and women and how they interact. The idea behind men and women and how they interact. Um, Watching the BET Awards the other night, it was beautiful. Culmination of hip-hop, celebration, great performances. But you know what was stealing a lot of the headlines? It It was JT out here throwing phones at the head of 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 rappers or beef right after we just saw this heinous crime or or not heinous excuse me we saw no yeah this heinous crime where this man was beating this woman's head in at this restaurant and the woman had to get her 14 year old son to gun him down dead we saw that we we you got to protect her what was crazy to me what was crazy to me is in that clip that they showed of that man beating that woman there were other men in there that just moved out the way hey look fam if nothing ever gets if nothing ever gets physical then i'm not jumping in the argument and i know that it's dangerous to jump into an argument a physical altercation because people carry weapons now and you don't want to end up dead trying to help somebody but you just gonna sit there and film and watch this woman get her head beat in and now this 14 year old has to live with the mental thought that he has murdered someone it was in, killed someone, excuse me, in self-defense of his mom. I'm not mad at him, but he's got to live with that now. I don't care who you are. You take somebody's life, it's going to do something different to you. We're all human beings. So we see this violence. And then on the other hand, we have this woman deciding to be violent. How many times have we seen the clips of women that just start beating on the man? And the man is just supposed to sit there and take it. This woman at this award show, visible in public, throws a phone not once but twice and hits this man in the head with the phone. And and some of the responses was, oh, he tried her. Why? Because he was flirting with another chick? That's the reason to be violent towards him? Hey, how about this? If he's flirting with another chick and you don't like it, leave him. You know what would have been an even flyer statement than throwing a phone at his head twice, asking him to get your, give me back my phone? You know what would have been an even better thing to do? 
if right in the middle of all that, she would have just got up and walked out and then went straight to the publicist and says, hey, yo, I am better than this. If my if if my ex-boyfriend wants to be a groupie for another girl, go ahead and let him be, but I'm not going to be his girlfriend. That's how you show power. That's how you show that you're maturity, not throwing phones at people because if it was the other way around, if there was other way around, people die. People go to jail, right? If he's over there throwing phones and hitting her in the head, people want him thrown in jail. I haven't heard one peop- one, one person say, hey, man, throw her in jail. But if I was him, you know what I would have did? I would have pressed charges because you got to learn. You got to learn. What are we doing out here? Ladies and gentlemen, I am about this love. Let's love each other. Let's hug each other. Let's be great. This violence, for no reason, that man punched that woman in the face multiple times for an argument just because he was annoyed by her. He was looking for a reason to hit her. Who does that? Yo, if you're annoying me in a restaurant, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. It doesn't matter what she said. There's no reason to ever put your hands on this woman. I I feel sorry for his family because now they, they got to be without him. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for the for the kid that took his life. I feel sorry for the mother because she was put in a position where she felt like she had no other choice. I feel sorry for his kids that they're not going to know much more about their father past this date, that this is the last memory they have of their father. I feel bad for them. That young woman, JT, at the BET Awards, I don't even know if I'm saying her name right, and I hope I am, but she felt the way. She was emotional about the situation. She felt disrespected. And when you feel disrespected, your first first thing when you're hurt is to hurt somebody else. But the hurt doesn't have to be physical. Make him hurt the way that you hurt. He didn't hit you physically. He hit you emotionally. How do you think he would feel if he's over here trying to trying to cozy up the Ice Spice? You see it, get up and leave. Ice Spice ain't going to give him the time of day because that's bad, bad, bad pub. And now he's without this one and the one that he, think that, that he uh, clearly likes. Or else he wouldn't be at an award show with her. That is the move. We got to get away from this force because control and fear, control and fear ruins lives. Control and fear ruins lives. Maybe she felt fear that, that he might lose her. Maybe she felt the fear that he might go a different way. 
you don't handle it the way that she handled it. That's not, that's not elevating us. That's bringing us down. We have to be better. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 a.m. We got it right today. The sound is great. Hey, it's only up from here. Make sure that you're there. Like, subscribe, all the good things. Leave a comment. We want to hear from you. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you follow um, follow me on Spotify if you're listening to it. Make sure that you're following me on Twitter. Make sure you're following on, on, on at the Facebook group. We always appreciate it. Until next time, peace.